grooving. I was jamming, man. I, you know, too, loved too busy crushing the big, it. The big Punisher. Huge, huge, huge fan of just that song. I don't really know any other big pun. <laughs> Isn't that funny? Like, I think that's just the big pun so, that I know. Can I tell you how white I am? Uh, it <laughs> came wait. up as a suggestion, and oh, it yeah. said big pun. Still not a player. And oh, I yeah. was like, in my head, I was like, is that a remake to the song that I like? Like, I thought the original song was not a player, and this was like a remake, still not a player. Which is, it's not, but that's how he should have done it, you know? You're saying he never had the original not a player, he just went straight to still not a player? <laughs> yeah. I like it. He skipped the first, he went to the sequel. <laughs> I think maybe I mean maybe there's an original player out there that we don't know about by the by the big pun just wasn't as popular oh there's big pun I'm not a player I think that I thought there was just that one the still not a player no I just, there is wow so I'm he, not a player and then still then not a still, player I think the still not a player it's like it's his Terminator 2 to his original Terminator Right, equal, right. <laughs> pretty good songs. I bet probably the same, but gets a little more press, a little more fan play. Yeah, I don't know. Man. I like Maybe the they are the same. I don't know about this one. Oh, this can't be it, right? No. Yeah, I think we're gonna. Well, now we're done with uh, YouTube. Thank you. We're gone. Uh, but that's that's perfect. Yeah. yeah, I don't know about the big pun too much. I, I just knew the still not a player. That was a huge jam when we were growing up, and then huge. we had. We had him, and then we had the Fat Joe, and I thought Fat Joe died. I, this could be another CERN machine, uh, the stuff with the Shazam, with Sinbad, you know what I'm saying? Some of the Mandela effect going on, Berenstein versus Berenstein Bears, but I guess uh, Fat Joe, not dead of a heart attack like I thought of uh, several years ago. He was on a show that debuted on Friday did you see any of this? I know everybody was talking about it. Uh, King Charles, the new show on CNN. No, shut the fuck up. No. King Charles, it's starring Gail King and Charles Barkley. King Charles. <laughs> if you're, not, you're not a fan. That's, that's you're, really gay. You're not a huge fan of King Charles, man. That's... <laughs> yeah, wow. it's, right. a, it's a show. It's on CNN is trying so hard. You know what's really funny about these networks, MSNBC, Fox, CNN, all of them? They fucked all of us during COVID. And everybody knows that these assholes lied to us now. Everybody knows. It doesn't yeah. matter what side you're on. Nobody is watching these channels anymore. And they're never going to get people back. It just is never going to happen. The ones that are left are the boomers and older. All right, 55 That's and up. It. No, it's the boomers, man. They the, are they're, just stuck in it. I cannot get them. It doesn't matter. I can't get they're, our parents to realize. Faded. Like, dude, the shows you're watching, they're bringing on an expert from Harvard, which used to mean something. But now that expert they're bringing on from Harvard was taught at Harvard by people who failed at their network. <laughs> yes. It's, you, you know what I'm saying? People who just left their job at CNN are working at Harvard, and you're bringing in Harvard to talk on CNN. <laughs> it's fucking insane. It's just this endless cycle of just progressiveness. I've been watching the new head of the CDC, this whack job psychopath, who they think is this bubbly nice person who's gonna win the folks back over to the cdc and trust us again and it ain't happening we no. don't trust you and i'm talking about everybody it's not po it doesn't have anything to do with politics anymore i just think people stop trusting the bullshitters on tv across the board you're right there is the boomer generation but you go below that nobody's watching these channels man so cnn is dying because their only group of people who are watching them took their vaccine program and they're all dying. So now <laughs> you, you have nobody to watch your shows. You fed the poison to your only base of viewers and they're all getting wiped out from heart attacks and strokes. 
in, in, in turbo cancer, right? Yeah, we all remember. We remember all the old folks dying of turbo cancer in the sixties and seventies. Remember <laughs> all that turbo cancer that was wiping people out, man, back in the day. Uh, yeah. So I just think the trust is gone. They're never gonna win them back. And so now CNN is scrambling, right? They're like, how do we get some viewers? We need people to watch our channels so we can. Have advertisers. It's all money, right? Oh, well, you know who's popular? That guy, Charles Barkley, on that basketball show he does before the basketball game. No, it just shows how racist they are. They definitely wanted Shaq, but when they saw Charles Barkley walk in the room, they realized they had the wrong guy. <laughs> wow. And then they're like, Did, were you in that Shazam movie, the genie flick? <laughs> no? Was that Sinbad? Damn it. They got the wrong guy. <laughs> the old Shaq Sinbad mix-up. The switcheroo, you know? man. Yeah, it was an old game Shaq and Sinbad played in the day. You know, like one guy would agree to a date with a lady, right? It was Sinbad, be like, "Yeah, I'll come." Oh, and then Shaq would show up and be like, "No, that was me, man. Remember, Sinbad." <laughs> Sinbad would show up and play games. Shaq would go do movies. They did that. They did that hilarious comedy in the '90s. Twins, remember? Tw- <laughs> Shaq and Sinbad? You couldn't tell them apart? <laughs> <laughs> they started off as childhood actors, a black version of Full House. <laughs> they were the Olsen twins. Sin- Sinbad and Shaq. Tragically, one decided to pursue his basketball career, and uh, Sinbad, <laughs> the other twin, left in the dust and went after his, uh, you know, Comedy dreams. It's ironic they went so far apart when they looked so similar. <laughs> Shaq and Sinbad. <laughs> it's insane. It really is, man. It's crazy that we can't get a definitive answer from even Sinbad about this genie thing i was re-going over the whole concept of him being like well if you got any proof show it to me and i'll believe you and that'll be a trip like he's he's not flat out really denying then that he played oh, well, a genie did you see the some... behind the scenes clip of that interview no <laughs> as the as the reporter asked him the question they held up a picture of him on epstein island no <laughs> <laughs> oh no i never played a genie no what are you talking about <laughs> it's really weird man like he definitely was in a movie where he played a genie i swear to god that this happened and i, I can't be convinced otherwise even his own words saying it i i think he's he's a clone <laughs> i like remember the kid riding the bike into the alley or you know what i mean yeah, i don't know I, I don't really remember he finds the genie uh lamp are you sure that's not kazam with shack where does <laughs> that might the be racist where does the kid find the genie bottle in the Kazam movie? I thought it was like a like a garbage dump or something. I don't know. I don't remember the movie. I, yeah, I actually I think that is Kazam. I don't think I ever saw either movie. Yeah, that's the whole thing is I don't think I ever saw the Shaq one. Right. So and I definitely didn't see the Simbad one then. Hmm. Yeah, no, I definitely weird. saw the Sinbad one. All right. So you're, you're claiming right. true existence for the Sinbad movie, and you've seen the Sinbad genie flick, Shazam. And now it's claimed to never have existed. And, and Sinbad himself is saying, you got to show me some proof. Show me the video. And, dude, with all the transitions from VHS to DVD, I'm sorry, never forget Laserdisc, Uh, (laughs) to DVD, you know what I'm saying, to uh, whatever, to digital now, I bet you there's a lot of movies that have been like lost to time that maybe even Hollywood's like, you know what, just don't reprint that one. We don't want people to see that. (laughs) Right? There's probably some really, like there's probably like a Cool Runnings 2 out there, you know, where they're like, "Don't, don't reprint Cool Runnings 2. I think they did do a second one. I know, I kind of vaguely remember Cool Runnings 2. That's why I'm, I tossed it out there. I'm like, I doubt there's a DVD reprint of Cool Runnings 2. Right? Yeah. 
This is so crazy. Every time I look it up, I can't believe you can't find anything on it. Even if you do like Sinbad, Shazam. It, everything just comes up as it never happened. And it's everybody, all it is is it talks about the Mandela effect and how people for some reason believe it was. Uh, yeah, what we need to do is people need to scour all garage sales next summer across the America. Oh, good call. And I bet you at some yes. random garage sale, you could find yourself an original VHS print of the Shazam starring the Simbad. Ooh. Yeah. That's would... got to be only... V- you got to find VHS. There's no way it ever made it to DVD. There's no way, because they're claiming it doesn't exist, and that's what I'm saying. It's probably easy to just... Get rid of stuff from the past that you don't want printed anymore. Yeah, but you don't think somebody would have done that by now? Found it? Well, again, I maybe I've... they're putting, maybe they're posting it, and the internet's just wiping it clean. I'm, yeah, you know, the internet. It it truly is that kind of memory hole machine in 1984, right? Where you got you find stuff and you just put it into the thing and it gets wiped away. Like it, they're just wiping shit away constantly on. In, in the internets, in the interwebs. Yeah. The faith that people have in digital technology to hold and harness our archives of humanity, it, it's insane to me. Like, we, we need to have physical copies of stuff still. I can't believe people are just all in on the, uh, I'm, I'm going all digital. Good call. You know what I'm going to do is that I'm actually going to go, like, carve out a piece of granite and just carve Sinbad the genie into it, and then in 2,000 years, all they will know is Sinbad was a genie. <laughs> <laughs> you know? You know, carving into stone, not an easy feat. So you got to imagine if you took the time to carve into stone, you were trying to have a message reach somebody way into the future. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, these, these Egyptians, they weren't messing around. That's why you no, got to believe that, Anunnaki. That, you see that? Oh, no, no. Ahead. No, I just said Anunnaki. Keep going. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I would no, That's uh, why yeah, I, I really do like that, uh, that stone that, like, it, it talks about all the uh, rulers going back 130,000 years. And we're just like, nah, it's all bullshit up until this point. You know, 5,000 years ago, that's when it really started. Everything before that was bullshit. It's crazy that we're just so, you know, determined to accept things as they are and not accept wilder explanations, and then all of a sudden, like, the Dead Sea Scrolls are discovered, and we're like, oh, holy crap, these things are thousands of years older than we thought. You know, like, what have we been doing over here, man? You know, like... Well, no, but you're, like, you just, it just naturally, I don't know, it's... It just seems logical that we've been around way longer, right? And you're like, well, there should be evidence. And then when you really dig into it, there is evidence. It's just disregarded by quote-unquote experts, you know? Yeah, and look at the experts, right? Go to Harvard. Who's an expert over there? You got Lori Lightfoot and uh, Brian Stelter. Those are your experts at Harvard. And, and, you know, these institutions that we're supposed to uh, treat as our modern-day deities of information, well, you know, they seem to be a little bit more leaning on the retard side these days. Uh, By the way, I noticed... You had something on the docket here about a new course being introduced over in mm. the uh, Ivy League uh, schools here, or maybe more particularly over there in the Harvard. Is that correct? We got a new course going on? Something new that... course at Harvard, taught by a beautiful woman. Yes. Uh, have you heard about this? Oh, I, I'm not uh, up to date with the new <laughs> course requirements over there. In the school I aspects. figured uh, I figured you didn't because you didn't talk about it. I, th- I was waiting for you to bring it up. But uh, you won't believe this new course at Harvard. Again, taught by a beautiful woman. Wait till you hear the beautiful woman. Oh, God. Oh, yeah. Why is this happening? Why is, is why Taylor is it Swift? Important? Right. Why is, it, why is she worthy of academia study? Different parts of academia are going to have different answers for that. Um, I'm a literary critic and a literary scholar, and I try to study and share you know, excellence. <laughs> 
in the arts that use words. I cut it off literally. So this is a new course about Taylor Swift. Oh, yeah. And uh, this man with fake tits and long hair is explaining to you why we need a course on Taylor Swift. I l- thank you for the little background tidbit there on the gentleman speaking. I, lady, <laughs> lady fella, if you will. <laughs> this is the woman that's teaching the course. Professor Lady Fella. <laughs> right? Some of the arts are uh, age-based. And I should also say, this is not our audio that's fucking up. This is TMZ. Uh, I don't know how the dude man has better audio than TMZ. Uh, they're all about the Zoom conference calling uh, yeah that's you know they're going the never works that's right poetry and novel writing and those only words Uh, other arts use words plus right uh playwrights use words and actors and bodies moving around on stage songwriters use words and music and performance Taylor Swift is one of the great songwriters of our time. I'm really lucky because someone I am a fan of who I think is a great artist in the kind of art that she does, which is songwriting, happens to have this massive constituency, which I'm part of. So I get to not only share her work with this you know, long existing fandom, some of which is at Harvard, and think about how songwriting works and, and what makes her so good at it, but also to connect it to the work of other artists who she is linked to. We have to ask the obvious question, will there be... Uh, a chapter on Travis Kelsey. Uh, she writes about uh, her relationship, so we will be talking about, about her relationships. So we will be talking about Travis Kelsey. I don't know that we're... The, the amount of time that we, we give him and therefore that we give American football is going to depend, honestly, on whether she has written and released songs about him and about that relationship. Oh, God, okay. I was waiting for you to stop me, but I want to you heard that part, dude. Wow. So, so this 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 half man, half woman comes onto your show to tell you that at Harvard, one of our most elite universities, that they're gonna now teach a course about Taylor Swift. And your only question is, are you gonna talk about Travis Kelsey? That's the question you have here? It was the only question <laughs> on my mind, man. Come on. <laughs> what are we gonna spice it up and talk a little Travis here, baby? Does nobody see the destruction of our society here. This is the collapse of our of our of our uh, supremacy in the you world. Know, I was thinking this about is... listening. Uh, you got the lady fella here, the deep, deeper ish voice. You're claiming this is someone with the wig on, with the titties. And I was thinking, kind of, my head uh, about a phrase, and I am not sure if I've heard this get in, you know get banned yet or be a part of the you know the offensive list. But schmale. Can we no longer do schmale? <laughs> is schmale out of it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that was everything. A shemale? You talking about? No, I'm just gonna go schmale, like a little sh before the male. Schmale. Isn't that like slow mail back in the day? I'm I'm Snail gonna mail? repurpose it for schmale. What do we think? No, maybe. Mm. I'll let mm. I'll let the uh, peanut gallery toss it around their minds there for a minute. I don't like it. I don't like it. All right, we'll stick with lady fella. I like lady. Lady fella is nice. It's more uh, you know. Schmale. Schmale is too much like schmear. Yeah, well, I think, you know. I don't like it. I don't like it. It's like gross. Yeah, well, there's something gross Gross going on with this lady fella. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you didn't even see her. She's wearing like a little rascal's hat, long hair. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's a dude with fake tits. And talking about how they are about to teach a course at Harvard about Taylor Swift. Yeah, man. This is insane. The highest institutions, right? This is where the elites go to inform themselves of the world and society so that way they could better understand themselves and their place in it and then enter society and destroy our lives. That's literally (laughs) what these people are designed to do. Who is spending the money to go learn about Taylor Swift from a tranny at Harvard? Think about the people who go to Harvard. Think about these rich kids. What's the biggest problem with these rich kids? Their parents aren't a part of their lives. Everybody's vacationing all the time. They got these nannies who are probably more parents than anybody else, but they don't really have a say in in, their choices. 
And then you send these kids off to Harvard and to Yale, and who is it, right? It's George W. Bush going to these places, man. That's who it is. Name of the course, the material of the course, the only thing that really matters is the cocaine good. Yes, you know? <laughs> how much coke can they get, how hard can they party, how many yachts can they cruise on, and how many times can they go to Kanekanana Port or whatever the... I, see, I'm so poor, I can't even pronounce the islands they go to vacation on. Uh, not even allowed to. <laughs> They'll tax us, can't afford it. My tongue doesn't even work that way, it's insane, man. <laughs> Their tongues are so wealthy, they could pronounce words that we're incapable of pronouncing. <laughs> what was that? Play? Oh, Nantucket? Is that what you're thinking of? No, Canuncaport. Yeah, I've never even heard of that. I don't know what you're talking about. Like Singapore? There's an island. It's off of uh, New York or Maine. It's out there. Uh, I, it's where the Bushes frequently vacation to high elites go to this island. I could only imagine, I believe, it's where John F. Kennedy Jr. was on his way flying to that he died, actually, uh, famously, right before Hillary Clinton decided she wanted to run for the Senate instead of him. (laughs) You had to make room. That's right, man. I mean, how can Hillary run for Senate if you have a Kennedy in your way, right? She might lose. That's why she became buddies with the Bushes. And when it comes to bumping off Kennedys, nobody knows a thing or two about that than the Bushes. (laughs) (laughs) We came here to do two things. Win the presidency and kill some Kennedys. (laughs) (laughs) Have you seen the footage of... Herbert Walker's funeral, George Sr., it's really weird. There's all these shots of a letter, various letters being um, given to the Clintons and the surviving Bush clan and various other, the Obamas, other power players in politics. You could find it very easily. There's a supercut of it all over uh, the interwebs there, but it's... um, all of them opening uh, some sort of note that allegedly was written from George Bush before he died. And there's a lot of theories, and uh, there's supposedly some snapshots of in some way where it shows that it says, like, they know everything, I'm sorry, signed Herbert Walker Bush, you know? And, like, these looks on the faces of the Obamas and the Clintons and the surviving Bushes is, is, like, they have like shock and horror on their, you know, on their in their eyes, as if like, oh my god, we're done for. Wow, pretty weird stuff. That. Yeah, the, the video is pretty weird, and there's some theories out there that maybe, you know, uh, I think this kind of was <laughs> like those automatic generated letters where it just said, "Don't tell Martha about." Then there was a line, and he filled in the blank of the little girl's name. Wow. For whoever was there when he fucked the little girl. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> so, so each one gets a card with a different girl's name oh. on it. <laughs> I'm telling you, George Bush was a part of the coup d'etat and the Kennedy assassination. All right? This was his... He oh, was yeah. a major player, and I think he... Uh, there's some other weird and wacky stuff with Bush and the whole family and... Them and the Clintons, they, they've been in power for a long time, and I do believe wholeheartedly the Obamas tie into these, the, this clan. Didn't we cover it? Obama, somehow bloodline related to Cheney and Bush, if I'm not mistaken? Or was it just Cheney? I don't remember. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> folks, you get nothing but the best. All right. We're giving you real. It's so heavy on the conspiracies, dude. I, I, I didn't do my homework. Jesus Christ. All right. I expect you to type it into the Google machine in real time. That's what uh, I thought you'd be doing. Well, uh, this is no conspiracy, but it's a real thing that I didn't hear about, and I don't think is really getting a lot of press about um, 
Menendez, Senator Menendez. Are you familiar with this guy? He's the one that got, took like the gold bar. So he's right from Egypt. He right, got paid off. Yeah, he got paid off by Egypt, and apparently, I guess there's like an investigation going on to him, like selling state secrets to Egypt. Wow. I I googled it right before the show simply because I found a clip about George Santos getting kicked out of the House. Right? Was he a House member? And uh, this is a huge deal. Everyone was uh, all giddy about it on the left. I'm sure all the Jimmies wet their pants for two hours on late night oh, over it. Sure. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. They're still cleaning Jimmy Kimmel's underwear as we speak. Um, so Santos got kicked out. And, of course, on The View, those cackling hens, they had to bring on someone who uh, is smart with it. Uh, and has his finger on the pulse and can clearly uh, state to everybody what he's seeing from an insider perspective, uh, and, you know, again, in a clear, concise, and logical way. Uh, so let's get some info on the Santos situation here. And uh, you've also been calling for to get rid of uh, Menendez, I know. Um, but first, before we talk about that, what's your reaction to the exp- expulsion? Well, it's like, uh, I'm not surprised, but... Hey, we got Fetterman! All right! <laughs> yeah! He's got the hoodie on! He's looking sharp! He shaved uh, his head! Good. All right, man. So he's got the computer in front of him. He's going to make some computerized jokes. He's definitely not a stroke victim. We got Fetterman here. Is this here. the clone, the actor, or the real <laughs> Dude, Fetterman? I, it's not... It's not Fetterman. I'm telling you right now, like, the <laughs> nose is different. The head's crumpling in a different way over in the forehead yeah, region. The hump? Dude, everything about this Fetterman is completely different from Fetterman. So they brought this actor on to uh, talk about Santos, except I'm not kidding. I only am playing it because I'm blown away by what he says. And I can't believe I'm saying that about Fetterman. (laughs) To the expulsion. Well, it's like uh, I'm not surprised, but but to me, w- I think the the more important picture is is that we have a colleague in, in the Senate that actually did much more sinister and, and serious kinds of things. Uh, Senator Menendez, uh, he needs to go. Um, and if you are going to expel Santos, how can you allow to somebody like Menendez to remain in the Senate? And you know, Santos's kind of lies were almost you know funny and like you know he. You know, landed on the the moon and a guy kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, where... all right, who is this guy? Come on! <laughs> you notice he's not going full retard either. He's a good actor. They got a good one for this, right? He's going. Well, he's like, going to win an Oscar. He's oh win yeah, the Oscar. man! This isn't no. This is no Sean Penn we're dealing with here. All right. Oh this, no! This is a oh. trained thespian playing a very convincing John Fetterman. Wait till you whereas... see his next role. It'd be a black female from Ohio. <laughs> Can't wait for that one. He just did a gig as Kamala Harris over in Qatar. That's fantastic. <laughs> Pulled it off without a hitch. It's a moon and a guy. We talked to him backstage. He's like, it's actually a very similar character. You just have to imagine your brain dead. The state of mind is the same for both characters. It wasn't nearly as challenging as his gig as Nancy Pelosi. Uh, <laughs> no, I think he just played one of her tits. No. <laughs> I was going to say he had to have the tits actually surgically put on for that role. <laughs> it was grueling. But he pulled it off. <laughs> Some said it was too much, but I did take my acting lessons from Daniel Day-Lewis. I had to go all in. <laughs> All he did was eat a can of tuna and drink vodka for two months. It was incredible. <laughs> he filled the physique perfectly. <laughs> Sir, do you think you could play Nancy Pelosi? I'm going to need a year's supply of vodka and fake tits. <laughs> Don't be stingy on the olives. <laughs> You know I like my martinis dirty. <laughs> and Johnson, make the tits look good. <laughs> <laughs> you got it, boss. 
Oh man! All right, let's <laughs> let's keep going down. Yeah, this, go Fetterman. This stroke victim here. He's gonna talk. It's about really it. funny. A lot of people are pointing out the ironic, the ironic point. Uh, the ironic thing about Fetterman is, as he regains mental capacity, he's seeming more and more Republican. Right. I think the Democrats screwed up on this one. <laughs> Actually, no. When he was brain dead, he was Democrat through and through. <laughs> But now he's seeing the world clearly, and he's like, what's going on here? we got to make some changes here. we got to get yeah, rid of these migrants. <laughs> no, that was the other guy. <laughs> Maybe that, he... that, was the, that was the retarded John. I'm back now. <laughs> no, now I'm thinking like a normal human adult. Uh, I'm highly conservative now. <laughs> Turns out Trump was right. Uh, <laughs> he's on? like... He's two weeks from proposing a bill to impeach Biden. Oh, wait, there already <laughs> is one. Sorry. No, Frank, we can't talk about that. <laughs> Nobody wants to talk about how Biden is, he's being impeached, man. It's happening. We're not going to talk about it. Yeah, I can't talk. Well, well cousin, cousin Frank got a good point. He said that's why they impeached Trump some, twice. was so, when they put in this fool... And they go to impeach him. Nobody will care anymore. Like impeachment literally became racism. It's yeah, right. It's the you white know? supremacism uh, of our era. Um. So, <clears throat> did you while we finish this clip, look up for me, Senator Menendez? Are you familiar yeah, with did. the guy? All right. He he's talking about a Democrat here. No, both of them are Democrats. That's what's so crazy. Santos and Menendez. Santos is a Republican. Oh, is he? I thought he was a Democrat. Uh, he was a Republican, which explained, oh, in right. my mind, made sense for the fervor in which the establishment went after this guy. How could they possibly have a gay Republican and he's Latino or whatever? I don't know. He lies about everything, right? If that is his real name, Santos, right? So, uh, mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I How understood. You know he's even gay. I'm going to need to see dick and ass. Yeah, we're going to need some pictures. <laughs> we need pics. Um, Santos should start an OnlyFans. Well, you, first you have to become a teacher, then you get a good teacher's pay, and then uh, you, which I have a clip for. You're gonna, you know, did you look at the docket? All right, so uh, <laughs> let's finish this off. Real Lies quick. were almost, you know, funny, and like, you know, he, you know, landed on the the moon and that kind of stuff. Uh, whereas, <laughs> whereas, you know, I, you know, I think, you know, Menendez, I think, is really a senator for Egypt, you know, not New Jersey. Uh, so I, 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 I really think he needs to go. And uh, especially it's kind of strange that if Santos uh, is not allowed to remain in the House, you know, someone like that. Yeah. Are you, though, uncomfortable with the fact that there hasn't been an adjudication, that while he's been charged, there hasn't been a conviction? Menendez. With Menendez. Uh, I, I, I am. I, I am. And it's like he has the right uh, to, for his, his day in court and all that. But he doesn't have the right to to have those kind of votes and things that uh, yeah. that's not that's not a right. And, and I think uh, we need to make that kind of decision to uh, send him out. All right. This is mine. That was literally mind blowing to me. <laughs> like Fetterman starting or whatever. Actor, this is they have playing Fetterman. This guy is not sounding like a Democrat for Democrats right now. He uh, kind of sounds like a dude who is saying we got to get rid of corruption, whatever it uh, looks like. Maybe they should have uh, not put up the stroke victim. <laughs> no, see, I, I, I think they're just doing a, uh, what was that comedian that was the senator that they kicked out? Oh, yeah, you're thinking of the fella out of... Minnesota. Um, that's right. I don't know why I can't think of his name. Al Franken. Al Franken. That's right. They're just, they're just doing another Al Franken with this Menendez guy where they're going to kick him out. They're okay. all going to go against him because he's corrupt. And Frank, Sad. one thing the that's Democratic right. Party doesn't stand for is corruption. Oh, yeah. And they're going to turn to the Republicans <laughs> and be like, well, how can you vote for Donald You support Donald Trump. We got rid of our corrupt guy. Wow, just like Wiener, you need the sacrificial lamb. For sure. Yeah, all right. The sacrificial hog, if you will. Oh, oh. <laughs> and as far as a Wiener, that's right. I mean, I had to give it to him. He was packing. If I had a dick like that, I'd probably be sending pics, you know? It's funny that that's what like took him down, The uh, those pictures. like If that happened now, would anyone really care about Wiener with the pictures? Oh, yeah, yeah, the one girl was underage. 
oh, that's what got him, uh, the yeah, underage yeah. aspect. Yeah, yeah okay. He's a Democrat. Yeah, but again, <laughs> post, <laughs> post-Epstein, man, I mean, like a lot of people were into the underage chicks, and it didn't seem to matter, right? We got Epstein, he killed himself, Ghislaine's somewhere in jail, maybe, nobody knows, she's probably nowhere in jail, but, you know, we accept it. Yeah. Nah, people cared about that one, though. All right, yeah. They, they do love the kids. Right? It's weird that the Democrats love the kids. What's going on with the kids? Like, why do they have to be all in with the kids? All the time, the kids. I don't get it, man. Did you see that thing Elon posted about the Pizzagate? I did, yeah. He posted a meme that had to do with Pizzagate being kind of <laughs> uh, snuffed out uh, sensationally. <laughs> no, it said... Pizzagate, that it was the Democrats. Pizzagate is not real. It's a conspiracy. And then it said, uh, our, <laughs> our experts say it's not real. And then it says, your experts got arrested for pedophilia. Yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. <laughs> it's outrageous, which is true. It's fucking insane. Yeah. Oh, it's, uh, again, further we get away from these conspiracy theories, the more truth comes out the more the conspiracy theories have all, you know, a little truth to them. And yeah. time wears away on these theories, and they just become more and more truth. And more people become a little more honest as time goes on. And the Pizzagate thing only came about from WikiLeaks because of the email exchanges between John Podesta, his brother, the Clintons, a whole other handful of weirdo sickos across the country, Wiener involved as well, what happened to the guy who was in charge of WikiLeaks and all of those uh, emails being exposed to the public, Julian Assange? Oh, we've been torturing him somewhere in a jail for the last two decades. I mean, this guy, he's, he's probably dead at this point. Yeah, what did happen to him? He, he got taken out of uh, the Ecuadorian embassy that was at. <laughs> we took him here. He's probably in Gitmo or dead. I mean, we're tor- uh, get mo. we're torturing the dude. There's no doubt about it. Uh, and he he's responsible for leaking out a lot of the info. Uh, again, I love to bring it up all the time because it's outrageous. But some of the email exchanges from that grand WikiLeaks drop do include Hillary Clinton inquiring about the Tomb of Gilgamesh and the Stargates to other dimensions, so she could reach demonic portals and. <laughs> Uh, become Satan herself. Uh, <laughs> my Dude, own... he's uh, he's being held in a British prison. Oh, British. Sorry, probably worse, yeah. right? I imagine the food is worse than what you would get in America. Oh God! Remember that British bar we went to? Yeah. Oh, right. When they brought out the fish, Jesus. This Christ. was a unique, unique uh, scenario. I do enjoy going to this place often. Emma and I love a good Scotch egg, uh, and we get usually the Reuben. Good, hearty, delicious stuff, but it is a genuine, authentic British joint or pub affair, if you will, and they're huge on the fish and chips. Now, I don't know what was going on. Maybe it was a bad catch, out of season. The fact that we're in the middle of Denver, it's a desert, and we're just off the mountain, (laughs) and there ain't no fish for a long while. Uh, But either way, there was some fish that was served out to a table right next to us, and Mike, you were... Not alone, my friend. It was unanimous with the rest of us sitting uh, oh, because man. we had just had a heavy night of consuming alcohol. I was too hungover, man. My that Reuben God. was good. It was hitting the spot oh, yeah. and then the smell of that Oof. fish before it even came out. Like while they were frying it, I was, I, I was sick. I was getting sick. I All of us. I couldn't eat my sandwich. It was. We unanimously stopped eating and had to leave immediately because uh, <laughs> all. No, it wasn't. It was like three tables ordered it at the same time. Yeah, it was horrible, and the vomiting was about to projectile from everyone at the table, and it was just gonna be. <laughs> it was gonna be a mad mess, no doubt about it. Uh, I went to the airport and bought the. I bought two bags, one of goldfish and one of Cheez-Its. I fucking ate those. All right. That, Call my stomach. It's a breakfast of champions, uh, if I've ever heard. <laughs> that Reuben, though, before the fish came out, was good. I like that thick slice. Oh, yeah, tasty Reuben, indeed. I, and I yeah. always believed if you need a metric for gauging how good a place makes their food and you want to try it out for the first time, order a Reuben. If they don't do a good Reuben, they can't do anything right.
feel the same thing with wings. Yeah, wings, you never... Wings is a big roll of the dice. I'm always uh, a bit weary about ordering the wings. The place has to be known for the wings, and I need to be looking down the bar, and there's like three or four regular, crunchy old dudes scarfing down some wings, and that's the wing place that I'm going to do the ordering. Dude, I don't know what it is about Chicago now. Everywhere I call, I order a pizza, I order wings with buffalo you know, buffalo wings. Oh, yeah. Cider ranch. They give you the ranch, and then they give you the side of the buffalo sauce. They don't put it on the fucking wings. They don't put the <laughs> they don't put the sauce. <laughs> <laughs> they don't put the sauce on the wings. You got me on that no, one. Yeah, I know. No, it's like so bad that I have to like order. Okay, give me an extra sauce, and then I put it in a Ziploc bag and like mix everything. You know, wow. Put the wings in the bag and. Weird, man. Uh, you got to coat the wings with some sauce, baby. Oh, yeah. That's what I'm saying, right? I don't know why this, this new phenomena. It's like this post-COVID world now where we don't put the, the sauce on the wings. They probably got so many complaints about the sauce on the wings that they're like, just don't do it anymore. You think that's what happened? dude? Because it's like everywhere now. It started off with one place and then it was two. And now it's like every fucking time I order wings. <laughs> Put the fucking yeah, sauce COVID on the wings. COVID definitely, the order from home and the delivery catering to every whim and need ruined a lot of stuff in the food industry and in the consuming of food industry. That's why going out, eating out, ordering, it kind of really sucks. It was better, ordering takeout was better before COVID. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You could call the place. This was a thing. You call the pizza joint of your liking and you order a pizza and they would have a delivery driver and they would yes. bring it to your house and you'd be tipping the driver who worked at the location, right? That was That's how we used to do shit, man. Now you got the DoorDash, Grubhub, the Uber Eats, and there's 10% there and this upcharge on that and then you get this charge on this guy and then the printing fee and the... Utensils oh, yeah, there. Yeah, it's like sixty dollars for four tacos. So ridiculous, man! Oh, dude, and there's this other phenomenon now in Chicago. You gotta, dude. I saw every taco I'm ordering on fucking uh, Uber Eats. I'm like, this fucking sucks. And then I start seeing the places as I'm driving around. Everything now is like these Mexican joints, but they're owned and run by Indians <laughs> and, Mid- and Middle Easterns. I'm not even joking. Oh, man, we know how you feel about that particular group. Uh, Oh, the worst. So Emma and I, we, I made a decision. This is uh, eight, six or eight months ago. I can't recall, but we got, we got screwed on some, one of those apps, the food, like, I don't remember, like, didn't show or something happened. And then you can't call the place because, oh, we, you know. We screwed up the order, but we didn't screw up the order. Like, that was, you know what I'm saying? So you're going right. through all these different. And so I said, that's it. We're, we're done doing that. We're, if, we're calling the place and we're just picking it up. Let's just do that. It's cheaper. I'll get in the car or I'll guilt trip you into going in the car. One of us will go, <laughs> go pick it up. And we've been doing that. And at first, I, we kind of started, no, like, people were almost kind of weird. Like, you're calling the place and... It would almost ring forever, or you'd have to call twice, and then they'd answer, and you're like, hello, like a little timid, and be like, yeah, I'd like to order a pickup. I'm like, what? What are you talking about here? <laughs> <laughs> you mean you're going to come to this location and buy it and walk away? This is crazy. Uh, but, you know, we've been really into that, and uh, I, it's, it's more fulfilling just to go get the food. My God, man, how lazy did we become from the COVID lockdowns? The, the mentality consumed us very quickly where – you know, I'm home, and I'm just not going to leave. I'm going to sit right here on my ass, <laughs> and everything is just going to be brought to me right here, right now. Yeah, I want everything I want, and I want it now, and I don't want to work for it. That's right. And you should give it to me, because I'm special. Well, you know, the mentality is there, which is why we were just talking about it. You talk, you know, the 15-minute cities, not a hard sell for a good chunk of our populace here i bet you a lot of people would be like hey i don't have to go further than 15 minutes and most likely i could just sit on my ass play my video game and you can just stream all this bullshit to my house and the food and everything and i don't have to move this is 
this is life, man. This is what I've been aiming to live. That's bullshit. There's no way it'll be 15 minutes. Well, the fi- <laughs> You're not taking into account the retards that don't know how to merge. Exactly. <laughs> or even if you get rid of cars, you're going to have the retard that doesn't know how to get on the train. Well, the point- you know, his foot gets stuck between the platform and the door. I keep bringing this up, but they really want us to eat bugs. They've been all about the getting us off the meat. And right now, the COP 20-something or other with the 50 or 70,000 delegates flying their 20,000... John Kerry personally owned private jets all around the world. They're they're cruising to Dubai to hang out. The camel's there. She's retaining water for everybody. Uh, They have an agenda to discuss, which is ruining our lives and taking away our freedoms and the things we enjoy. And one of them is beef, my man. They're going to take away our beef. And do you remember that old advertisement? Where's the beef? Oh, yeah, Wendy's. Where's the beef? All right, here we go. Well, there, there's going to be no more beef. There's a fresh beef brewing today as the United Nations Climate Change Conference kicks off in Dubai. And reports are saying there will be a strong emphasis on food this year, and those in wealthy nations like the United States will be urged to eat less meat in efforts to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. We'll see how that goes yeah. over. Just tell people to <laughs> Here stop Here at home, meat. exactly. Kelsey Kernstein joins us live in studio. And Kelsey, according to these uh, leaked documents, this is from News Nation, by the way. Have you been watching News Nation? And from Chicago, there was a collective <laughs> that shook the nation. <laughs> well, when you say beef, uh, does that include Italian beef? Excuse me? Documents <laughs> that we've gotten our hands on. But, uh, but it doesn't count as beef if I mix it with a sausage, right? <laughs> Let's say I take the bug burger and I put a uh, Italian sausage right in the middle there. That's beef free, right? These meat organizations uh, and lobbying groups have very active plans at this conference. What are they? Mark and Adrian, good morning. So the Climate Change Conference is, of course, sparking outrage amongst meat companies. We reached out to the North American Meat Institute. They can confirm to us they will be in attendance at the Climate Change Conference. And they also plan to send a pro-meat message to policymakers. They also provided us with a statement reading in part, quote, Meat, milk, and eggs offer crucial sources of much-needed nutrients that easily cannot easily be obtained from other sources, making the Meat Institute's engagement as an accredited COP28 observer a critical opportunity to verify progress towards sustaining these nutrient-dense foods for generations to come. Now, according to those reported leaked documents, other major meat companies like JBS will also be on the ground with pro-meat messaging as well. However, climate change activists have been telling the public for a while that cutting out meat and switching to a plant-based diet can help reduce greenhouse gas emissions. According to the Environmental Protection Agency, animal agriculture is the biggest source of methane gas. Yeah, yeah, we're worried about the animal farts, but don't worry about these planes zigzagging over your houses, spraying, uh, you know, all these uh, metallic fibers and chemicals and, uh, you know, blocking the sun. Nope. Let's not worry about the chemtrails, right? They're doing that to fight climate change. Oh, right. I'm so stupid. You're right. Yeah. There's So there's good pollution in the air, and then there's bad pollution in the air. I understand. Like sometimes I just think you don't even know science. You're right. <laughs> I'm one of those idiots who does my own research. Damn it. So when I see things like uh, the silver iodide that they spray in the chemtrails is highly toxic to humans and living organisms, I'm stupid by thinking it's toxic to me. I got it now. I really got to introduce you to this lady I know, Joy Reid. Frank, you're really going to learn a lot if you just watch her show. I'm talking Well, I know I'll learn that I'm a racist, white supremacist <laughs> bigot, but I already know that. Oh, so you're on the right track. Well, she'll just show you how stupid you are as a white man. You're right. Yeah, It'll I, help you. I need It'll more help. reinforcement of my idiocy. There's no doubt. Yes. All right, I'm, you don't know anything. We are almost done with this awesome clip. I, I personally love this. Uh, th- th- there's there's no beef going on, folks. No beef. Emissions. And the dairy industry surpasses plane emissions. Some lawmakers are speaking out on social media. Arizona Congressman Andy Biggs taking to X, reading in part, quote, the woke UN now wants to starve Americans Notice how by they didn't do the me- formally. I Hell told you, I it's, know. it's disappearing. It is. You are right, sir. I noticed that, too.
reduction policies. No thanks. I will side with American farmers over hard left bureaucrats any day. And Wisconsin Representative Tom Tiffany also writing on X, reading, quote, the United Nations is calling on the U.S. to reduce meat consumption. It's time to put defunding the U.N. on the menu. Now, it's not exactly yeah. clear what these major meat companies have planned over the next week during the conference, but we can tell you they are prepared to put up a fight. All right. Yeah, I'll definitely give up my U.N. before I give up my meat. Yeah, we need to get rid of the U.N. and the World Health Organization and the World Economic Forum. In fact, anything with world or any of that crap, no more. I think we're done with the globalism, man, because it, it, it's pretty clear. It's too big. You guys just want to fucking control our lives. And, and you know what? That's kind of the opposite of the American idealism and the American dream. Well, and the world is too big, and the world doesn't need you. So Yes, exactly. <laughs> right? And, you know, the wokeism, this, um, you know, veiled Marxism that's been taken over all these institutions around the world, there's massive pushback currently going on. Have you been seeing the populism uprise in all these elections around in, in various countries currently? Like the dude who was elected that uh, Tucker Carlson interviewed there in Argentina. I mean... You, oh, yeah, yeah. Trump 2.0? Trump light. Yeah, exactly. You Which have, makes him Hitler 3.0? Right. Yeah. It, it, precisely. We have these new, quote-unquote, you know, what, uh, neo-fascists taken over who are uh, <laughs> just pump light or Trump lights or, you know, new age Trumps. Uh, t they're coming to prominence or they're being voted in by these people who are just done with this globalized wokeism that has been pushed by all the NATO countries and uh, essentially everybody who was lockstep worldwide with the COVID nonsense and the lockdowns and the, the vaccine mandates, they seem pretty much aligned with the wokeism and with the critical race theory and, and you know, the drag queen stuff and everything that's been going on culturally that is pretty much against the nuclear family. It's not just happening in America, man. This is a worldwide phenomenon and people are right now pushing back on it and you're getting these Trumps, if you will, around the world getting voted in. People have had enough. It's not a worldwide, it's a Western world phenomenon. Correct. We're you, dealing right. with this problem in the Western world, you know? You're right on the money. Actually, in fact, in Russia, they just passed a law outlaw. They outlawed or outright banned, I guess, protesting for LGBTQ sandwich rights. Can we copy that? Uh, is there a way we can <laughs> do, do you, that here? <laughs> again, I can't get over. If you ever see footage of like nightlife in Russia, it's insane, dude. It's a bunch of thin straight heterosexual people <laughs> having a good time standing up dancing living their lives and then just cut to america man it's really it's a clown show over here we, we live in a circus tent at this point just miserable people fat bitches with beards skinny <laughs> dudes with fake tits em and i were uh talking about how um right now there's all this abortion stuff going on they're really hopped up on it in, in the NPR universe. You know, they're really reporting on, on the, all the different movements going around the country. Uh, what's so funny about this, they're calling it the post-Roe world that we're living in, post-Roe. Uh, everybody seems, like, very proud of themselves on the state level that they're passing these laws and voting on it as the people to make abortion legal in their states. And it's like they don't see the whole reason to why the Supreme Court decided we're not going to make it a Supreme Court decision. We want you, the people, to vote on it in your own states. And now the liberals are like, see, look, we're voting for it now. Now who's the big person, right? Like they're like kind of yeah. like, oh, look at us. And it's like, yeah, look at you. This is called American democracy. This is what we wanted you to do. How about instead of one blanket law covering the land, you can vote on it in your own state and have your own personal say. No, the best part is, yeah, look at it. Look, Chicago not only made abortion legal, they devoted money so that they could bring pe girls from other states here to have abortions for free. And exactly. now we're in debt. Can't yeah. even afford to repair the schools. Exactly, dude. And so, they keep yeah, making a huge deal out of it. And it's like, are you missing the point? The whole point was uh, ending Roe v. Wade brought the power 
back to the people. Your voice now has more power. Who are you proving wrong in this situation? You're proving yourself wrong almost. Your your own idiocy is out there on the table. Like this is better for everybody. I cannot hate the support. I can't believe how much support there is for abortion. Like, abortion isn't a great thing. No, you know and I mean? this is. And I hate these like arguments of like. It's better for the kid to not be born than to be, have a bad, bad parents. Like I, I don't know. I'd rather have a fighting chance. Oh. Me personally, <laughs> if given the choice, if given the choice, I'll take the fighting chance. You know. Not only that, I mean, and I'm gonna try and be as graceful as I can with this, but we were discussing the fact that on some of the news items we were seeing throughout the day, in as far as the abortion. Uh, situation they were showing a lot of imagery and video of the the ladies out there protesting for the right to abort their children and you're, you're taking a look at these liberal women and some of them i mean we don't even know <laughs> if they're biologically actually women you know what i'm saying <laughs> okay, you yeah, get pregnant. right so we're kind of looking at these pictures and the you know the video and it's like, how many of these chicks are actually getting pregnant in real time right now? You know what I'm saying? Like, are these people actually getting laid so often that they need to have to get an abortion right away at all times? Like, it's, right. it doesn't seem... And, I don't know, it's that and we need to go both ways with it. Fine. You guys have the right to the abortion? Then we should have the right to abortion. I should be able to decide before the baby's born whether or not I want to sign over all rights to it. And then I don't have to pay 18 years of child support. It's not fair that you could decide to kill the kid without my permission. But if you decide to have it, I'm on the hook for 18 years. So I'm the one who has to face responsibility. But you're you as because you're a woman, you get to decide. Right. Yeah. And like, uh, you know, you ever checked out like a honky tonk line dancing bar? Take a look at the women hanging out at that place trying to get laid and have kids. And then take a look at the fat behemoths outside the Capitol, like, protesting the right to kill their kids. I, you know what I'm saying? It's just kind of, uh, there's a different, there's a different scene happening, right? Like, I, I don't know. It's just, to me, the, this cultural difference between these groups is, is kind of hilarious. Uh, and we were just kind of laughing, like, you got all these, and I'll just say out of shape, blue haired, uh, lady fella people, clown shows, like saying, like, we want to kill the kids at any point. You know what I'm saying? And then uh, look at the people supporting the, um, you know, the pro life element. Those, there's some babes out there saying, hey, we want to have some kids, start some families. You know, yeah, like, they got the ugly ones too. They're not at all. I don't know. I'm just saying. Yeah, I've, I've noticed, you know, there's ugly on both sides. Hey, you know? I, I'm saying, me and a lady here were discussing the difference in the groups protesting the both sides, and we kind of noticed a uh, one side a little more ladylike, uh, one side a little more prone to get pregnant and probably have the kids, and the other side, uh, you know, I don't know, is that Big Mike over there? I don't know what I'm dealing with. I, I have no <laughs> idea what I'm looking at here. What are you tucking in there? What is this? There's so Big many... Mike is a beautiful woman. <laughs> 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 I was definitely pregnant for two years. Two, two, two times? Two years? Have you, How long are you pregnant? <laughs> have you gone down the rabbit hole of there's no photographs of Big Mike actually so being funny. pregnant? I haven't seen one, though. There really isn't a picture of Big Mike actually being pregnant, man. Uh, I pulled an Arnold Schwarzenegger, and I put the fetus in Barack Obama. <laughs> he actually carried up two girls. Big Mike. <laughs> We're talking Big Mike. <laughs> oh, yeah. Somebody say Big Mike. <laughs> My balls were too big to hold all the testosterone <laughs> and the baby. So we put it in Brock. He's womanly. <laughs> oh, man. Watch out, folks. We're going to have the Big Mike 2024. It's going to come right up here uh, just around the bend. I guarantee. Yeah.